watching this on on Wednesday. Yep. Yep. How, how do they get on top of it? They're already two days deep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right? So, yes. Great question. So, right before you go to sleep, yeah. think about the first two hours of your day. Okay. The first two hours of your day, think about what you normally do and what you t- typically do. Okay. Ask yourself this most important question: What's going to lead me to the best 9 a.m. possible? And I say 9 a.m. Assuming most people are up by nine, right? Maybe maybe yeah. it's 10 a.m. Ask me what's just morning. Yeah. What's going to lead me to the best morning? Well, for most people, they could say like, well, if I do this and I do this and I do this, well, I tend to have a really good day. That's where you start. Yeah. You start right there with those three things. Hey everyone, Brett here, and I am so excited to announce the Best Year Ever Workshop I'm hosting on Tuesday, January 11th. It's a free workshop welcome to anyone who's determined to accomplish more and make 2022 their personal best year ever. I'm going to be breaking down exactly how to set goals the right way, exactly what you need to not just start January fast, but keep the momentum going all year long, and sharing my seven secrets to accelerate your success. You even get a full workbook to follow along with. Use the link in the show notes to register, invite your friends, and I will see you on January 11th. Lastly, for those interested in working directly with me for the next 90 days, well, the next round of the Better You Blueprint coaching program begins on January 18th. The link to apply is in the show notes and feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions. Now let's get to the episode. All right, let's run it. Mm, yeah start right there pop it get the cows in get those hydration zero cows oh all right well welcome back (laughs) drink it up yeah how are we feeling today so good good i'm so started good what made you choose that um actually our water conversation now i'm just trying to find other products that make water feel different than water so so i have some sparkling water oh we sponsored today still water uh well i would take the sam pellegrino sponsor (laughs) yeah one one a month we just get Mm. one little tiny can a month (laughs) yeah they send us one sparkling can a month well that for you was an active decision right we chose that you walked in there opened the fridge we said what's in there we said grab that active decision, right? So yes. today that's what we're going to be talking about. All right. We're diving into all kinds of decisions, Oof. things, decisions, decision fatigue. How can we reduce decisions? And obviously this is going to lead into habits just a little bit, but I love this. I love this conversation because it's the act, the, the reward on the other side of reducing decisions is super powerful. Yeah. Super powerful. We're going to tell, we're going to talk all about this. So question for you and yeah. for everybody else out there, does anybody know how many conscious decisions we make in a day uh i'm gonna guess yeah throw a guess thousand higher sixteen thousand higher sixty thousand okay you went over (laughs) thirty five thousand price is wrong price is wrong bob (laughs) thirty five thousand decisions a day oh my so just let that process for a second and think about all the decisions you made up to this point where wherever you are listening to this right now all the decisions, right? And people are like, that's a lot of decisions. Well, it's this. It's it's what time am I going to wake up? Am I going to hit this news button? Or am I going to pop out of bed? Am I going to hit this news button again? Or am I going to am I going to hit this news button a fifth time <laughs> yeah. and get out of bed? Uh, what am I going to wear? Do I have Zoom calls today, or do I have to be in person? Do I want to put pants on, or do I not? Do I do coffee before I get in the shower? Or do I wait? Exactly. All of these are decisions. So all of these, you can see how easily we go up to thirty-five thousand. Do you know how many we make on food alone? Over half. 
I was gonna nah, say. No, no. Nicole, oh, oh. over 200, though. Over 220. <laughs> Oh, I was like, like my food so. decisions are yeah, yeah, high. Yeah, <laughs> I'm at, 15, and that's everything. Though. Like, when do I eat? Yeah, what should I eat? Do I get the chips on the side? Do I put the condiment on? How much dressing do I like? All of those add up, and they all. What we're talking about here is they all take up space in your mind. Mm. And Hard I like drive to, is full. I like to think of it like a like a video game, right? And for those of you not familiar with video games, it's just just imagine we had like a decision meter. Yeah. And every decision you make, boop, 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 goes down, boop, 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 and starts going down. And Jeez. by the end of the day, right, we have 24 hours before that decision meter goes back up. And we're assuming that when you sleep, you're recovered, you get great sleep, and everything comes back up. In your uh, analysis, do all decisions register the same value? Like, is that like 30000 and? It's it's thirty thousand uh, again. This Flat. is this is for I should have quoted where I got this from it's fine. Google. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah. our assistant Google. Thank you for getting those. The interwebs. Google's over there, but it's all decisions. But no, to your point, there are huge decisions, yeah. and there are minuscule decisions. Minuscule decisions being like dressing or no dressing, right? Like yeah. how much dressing to put on yeah. or. Green socks you know, or white socks. Green socks, exactly. There are huge decisions that people make. Do I want to put five hundred thousand into this company? Do I want to? Yeah. Um, you know, do I want to send my kid to this school or this school? Like, there are big decisions to be made, right? People planning a wedding, big decisions to be made. So there, yeah, let's not go there. I don't yeah. want to trigger you this early in the day. <laughs> yeah. But those are all decisions to made. So. I want us to think about a graph. I wish we had a whiteboard here, but the graph here is going to be the more decisions, should really go this way, the more decisions that we make, yeah. the lower the quality of those decisions. So okay. there are some people, again, 35,000 is average. There are people making 60,000 decisions. Yeah, They're making a lot more. Again, this is, this is relative, but this right. is what they're saying, is that those people are going to be making a lot lower quality decisions. Now, there are some people... That are like that machines. Are decision machines. And, and again, when we say decision machines, I want to give people what that actually means. It means that they have a lot more habits in their life. Yeah. And they've streamlined their life a lot. They're very optimized. I love that I word, say, optimized. It seems like a lot of rules. Right. We were listening to the Rob Dyrdek pod, podcast, oh which goodness. we got to link that. I mean, we could yeah. link that for so many different things. but <laughs> For every episode. For every episode, <laughs> right? It's like, why are we even here? Yeah, Rob Dyrdek. Yeah. But uh, he was just talking about optimization and wants to make as little decisions as possible so that, to your point, if, you, if, all, if the green socks are decided, when you drink the coffee is decided, the yeah. shower, the clothes, if all of those things are decided, what happens is the quality and the effort and energy you have towards the decisions that are left- Towards the $500,000 into the company. <laughs> can be great yeah. decisions. Yes. I completely agree. Yeah. I mean, we can think about how many that. decisions we made. Now- because you know this is this is this is a poor time to bring this up because wow. i love your style oh yeah i love your style right you you are you are <laughs> i was like oh yeah you do yeah yeah you know i do i compliment <laughs> I like, you every time we show up i'm like you. damn good outfit no yeah. great great choice to wear that hat little you, do you know my decision fatigue is maxed <laughs> you're maxed <laughs> I'm out just on crippled by hat sweatshirt <laughs> yeah. sweatshirt and coat no bad. okay but that's where, but you enjoy that. So those decisions, to, and, and again, my mind are, are good. I want to make, <laughs> my take on fashion is I want to I wanna have the simplest clothing and just put a ton of confidence in that clothing. 100%. <laughs> meaning, meaning I want to make the best of the least amount of effort. Dude, I was, it's so funny because I was just having this conversation uh, 
interestingly enough, as much as it appears, yeah, I, I think I'm I'm practiced. So I have like yeah, I I can pick out my hits. Comes easier to you. Um, but I also aspirationally yeah do not want to make clothing like there. I think the most optimized Curtis is zero clothing decision Curtis. I think it's a uniform. Really, dude. I was getting ready for this. I was like, man, should I just decide that every time we're gonna do podcast, I'm gonna like. I'm going to make myself some super sick like coveralls that like Ooh. no matter what I'm wearing. Podcast outfit. Yeah. I just Beauty. throw this on and it's like has a little. <laughs> That's good. A little better you blueprint. Yeah. Yeah. It's a patch on it. Yeah. And it's just because I was like, I was like, yeah, it is something that I know cost me time. And mm-hmm. it's it. I've experienced the like the decision fatigue. Yeah. Because. Meaningless stuff. The perfect example of things that are optimized, coffee, I could tell you there's a difference in my day if I set the coffee maker mm, to be right. ready yep. before I go to sleep. One so that it's decision. gonna Yeah, I wake up and it's I'm I've skipped coffee. I'm into the shower. I know coffee's gonna be there when I get out and like yeah. it I feel it. I feel yeah. different. Yeah. Days when I, I got I get up and I'm like, gosh, why didn't I do that? I didn't want to go down. I didn't want to go down this. I, there's still a lot that I want to okay. cover here, but I didn't want to go down this road. But I'm going to say it anyway. Is that the reason why? <laughs> the reason why follow through and discipline are important in yeah. this conversation is because I could spend 20, 30 decisions on the same thing. If I'm like, should I go do that? No, I don't want to. Do, should I? Okay, I should go do that. Let's go. No, I don't really want to do that. I, let's go. If you just sit and battle yourself, the yeah. more you have those battles. Those are your, all meter, your meter is plummeting quickly because yeah. now you're going back forth, back forth, back forth with it's no like outcome. Mental ping pong. Yeah. Right. And you're just playing ping pong with yourself with that decision and you're going back and forth and back and forth and that will zap energy. So, in a weird way, the best decision you could also make is sometimes the quickest one. Yeah. Is how quickly can you make that decision? So, that is, is, and, um, it, in coaching and stuff with my clients, a lot of times I'll use the, uh, um, I think it's In-N-Out Burger. Okay. In-N-Out Burger has like four things on their menu. Yeah, the hits. It's like the hits. Is yeah. that what it's called? No, no. I oh. just that's what I call it. I mean, oh. they have the secret menu, but but nobody knows. <laughs> Excuse you. Welcome, you're just gonna drop the secret menu. To California. All right. Well, <laughs> once we go, we'll recap the In-N-Out Burger experience. Yeah. But they have like four options, and right? they're great. They're good at and those apparently options. they're really good at those yeah. options, right? They just nail it. You go in there. It's easy to order, and they can just pound them out, right? Yeah. Get them out. Well, you go to another restaurant. You go to like the diner. I love a good diner. I'm from New Jersey. Come on, bro. Come on. Love it, right? We went there the other yeah. day. But there's also, I know that when I go to a diner, I zoom, zero my phone, and I'm going just breakfast. Like I, I yeah. go breakfast pretty much when I'm Do you diner. have your meal? We talked about that. Do you I have don't. your like rating? I, I, I don't. Like my what I'm going to eat there. What you judge a restaurant. Oh my gosh. This is oh. going to be a quick change. Mine's, we know, mine's Eggs Benedict. Yeah. I'm usually, it depends if I'm getting pancakes or waffles. Okay. And- if I'm not, then the only reason I wouldn't be because like I had something heavy that day or uh, you know need better energy than probably waffles. But uh, always some kind of eggs or omelet, and then I love like some toast, bacon, sausage, like those kind of things. All right. So you but, narrow, but when you're going into a diner, yeah, because otherwise have to actively narrow your. Yeah, because you know, 21 year old Brad after a couple of drinks would be like the omelet and the mozzi sticks and oh, the buffalo yeah. wings and the chicken fingers, and I'd be like, oh, I ordered way too much stuff. Yeah, 31 year old Curtis still surprise, surprise. finds his way in there. Yeah. 
The food so, thing is actually an interesting one because that's another position of yeah. optimization of like I just don't need that decision in my life. I know that I need food at this time, yes. and if I wait, my decisions are very low quality. And I've yeah because <laughs> yeah. it does turn into like I'm starving and it's too late now. I'm I'm not, I'm not rationally thinking. Yeah, and like now I'm going everything. That's decision fatigue. So yeah. let's dive in right there. So there's there's three parts of decision fatigue. And people may have heard this before, but to me, this is something you can never hear enough times because if if you listen to this and you optimize one decision in your day, yeah, all that does is all 34,999, just get a, get a small tick up in Better. quality. Yeah. Yeah. So decision fatigue. What happens is when you get to the end of your day, we've usually made a ton of decisions. Yeah. And that's where self-awareness comes into play. But a lot of people, when they are struggling, I'll go fitness here. A lot of people, when they are struggling to start workouts and struggling to to get on board, or they've known themselves and they've bailed on themselves a ton of times, well, when they put their workout at the end of the day, that's usually the person that I say, is there any way we can get it in the morning? Yeah. Because we can reduce the amount of decisions that you've made before that really hard decision for you. Yeah. For some people, they go to the gym, they love it. Yeah. For other people who don't really like it but know they need it, that is a bigger weighted decision, right? So it answers your question as far as weighted, not weighted. Yeah, yeah. So decision fatigue, by the time you get to the end, your meter, your beep, 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 is all the way lower. Good luck. And it, Yeah, and it's not like Super Mario Brothers where you just go get the level up, right? We can't get that. Are you sure? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there is. Like Again, for some people, like coffee, right? It's like boom, jolt of energy but i don't necessarily think that makes the decisions any easier i know i was gonna say like you're still you're you're prolonging what like you, yeah that you're putting it off that this that thing that you need to do to get the level up to make that hard decision late yeah is gonna cost you on the it's back gonna side. cost you somewhere yeah. so there's three parts here what happens when you hit max decision fatigue or you get to the end of your day three things tend to happen one you choose the quickest fastest option <laughs> which i'm laughing because i do that all the time, all the time, and and I'm again. Don't don't let the the coach thing fool you here, because I there's no way around this. Yeah, you, there's there's a way to get better at it, but there's no way around the end of the day. And this is where like sometimes my girlfriend gets gets furious because if we're picking a restaurant and it's like not chosen before we were about to go out to dinner, she's like, "Well, do you want to go to this?" But yes, <laughs> like my oh answer is like, God. "Yes, just go there. Let's just go there." And Food. she's like, "Well, you haven't even heard the options," and I'm like. I don't have... Do they make something that goes in, in here? <laughs> Thank That's you. it. We're good. I'm here for the this food. Is, this is why we relate to each other. <laughs> yeah. And both of our girlfriends get mad when oh we don't my choose. God. You don't want to... Let's let's check Yelp first. I'm like, you yes. said it was food. I'm, I'm looking yeah. for food. Yeah. They've got food. Give me the food. What do you want to eat? The stuff that has calories. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. So choosing the fastest, quickest option. Yeah. And for people... Again, if there's two options, right? And this is where, is it an option or is it a decision already made? And is it a habit? Where habits, you tend to follow through better. But choosing the quickest, fastest option. Number two is choosing the path of least resistance. Mm. Where you get home after a long day of work. Well, do I want to go change into the gym clothes? Do I want to put the shoes on? Do I want to drive another 10 minutes to the mm. gym? Or the path of least resistance is what? Couch. It's very minimal resistance there. Very minimal <laughs> resistance there. And and the same thing, you know, we, we talk about going to going choosing a restaurant. It's yeah. like, well, that's why I know that if we want to go to a nice restaurant, we want to put, uh, let's pick it Wednesday, let's go Friday. Yeah. Right? Let's pre-plan this so none it's of us have, to, neither of us have, exactly, exactly. The last part of that is not making a decision at all, which 
cool. is I have to choose this or this. I don't want to make that. I'll wait till tomorrow because mm. that's a notice. I mean, it's a decision, but it's really putting the whole decision off. Which hurts the worst. It hurts the worst because yeah. it just makes, because what happens is now it's 35,001 One. decision yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. And you see how we can do this. And that this. one decision that you pushed added the weight of the time All between of it. the weight. Yeah. yeah. It, it gets heavy. So so I hope people are seeing this. They're hearing. They're thinking. They're like, what are my decisions? Where do I Where do I tend to choose the quickest, fastest option? Now, go ahead. No, I would, go ahead. You go. I was just going to say that the choosing the quickest, fastest option is actually one of the benefits of, of reducing decisions. Yes is in some areas, where is that okay? Where does that not sacrifice value or outcome yeah. or money or quality or, or whatever that may be? Uh, but yeah, like choosing the quickest, fastest option. And and this is where I go back to like the style thing is you're not, I mean, how many have we done so far? We've done almost 10 of these yeah, and yeah. I've pretty much worn a version of a black shirt or V-neck for all of them. But you gotta know, I have a deep appreciation for that. Well, I'm learning. You from, know your brand. Um, yeah, I also look good in a black V-neck. <laughs> I'm not gonna fight you on that. Well, to me, it's something. And when I say I feel confident, in it. it's something that I know I can pull off. It's something that I look at. I say good. It's say, you know what? It's not the most stylish thing. Nobody's gonna be like, "Where did you get that?" Yeah. Where for you, you're in you're in the fashion space where people are gonna be like, "That's a sick jacket. Where'd you get that? That's a cool beanie. I like. The, I not even what you wear, but sometimes how you, how you wear, wear it." it. Thank I you. would never layer things the way you do. And as much as I get envious of that, at the end of the day, I'm going to be like, yeah, but I, I, would, I probably wouldn't have time to. I just, I don't have the. It, it doesn't serve you. It like doesn't. You don't, you're it, not like, it doesn't bring yeah. you joy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So and it's funny because, yeah, the, to the fashion thing, I was having a conversation with a friend about this, about like, I not necessarily coming from decision fatigue, but it fit in. But I was like, it's just interesting being in this space as a designer and going through the experience of like, as I, you know, have more experience kind of, I, I'm just constantly getting closer to uh, more, the most refined, efficient version of myself. I think yeah. at all things. Yeah. And one of those is like my clothing and my look. Right. I think, I think there's plenty of arguments and I'm not going to quote any directly, but like there's plenty of designers, one being, uh, I mean, creatives, Steve Jobs, mm, right? That like yeah. argue the value of having that uniform because yeah, it free and it comes down to decisions. Like yeah. being in a creative space, you uh, I need as much mental capacity to see all the at, like aspects of any problem I'm trying to solve. Yeah. Adding on like blue jeans, New Balance, and a mock turtleneck, right? Like, and it like whether it's good or bad, right? It just and it also benefits you to because, like I said, you know your brand. I see that, and like, I don't attach uh, the black V neck to anybody else. Now I'm like, now I'm seeing things, and I'm attaching them to you. Yeah. So I think there's value in it, and I think, yeah, I was talking to my buddy about it, and I was saying. It's interesting to me how the more experience I get and the like the more clothes I have and, and I've bought and worn, the more I'm like identifying what my staples are. Yes. And I just want like now my purchasing style is different. Now I'm like, I find the thing and I'm gonna buy five of it. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're the same. So that, that I can like stay cause that 
I love that. I could live in that. I, this fits this. The tough thing is because I do different things. If I'm yeah. like, if I'm working in the shop and I like have some stuff that gets dirty. Well, if I only have super yeah. nice stuff, that stuff, that's where the coveralls comes in, which I think yeah. is going to be my, my next like are they, efficient move. Are they like overalls? No, like think full like painting suit. But oh, like if your okay, painting cool. suit was made out of like, I don't know, like black corduroy or something, oh, like something. Sick. So like, still looks cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it would be like, like a I'd be covering myself in like a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, I have done that. Okay. So I, it takes so. the plastic bag to get to the thing. Yeah, but, yeah, that's true. Steps. But yeah, so it's like, but even that comes down to I'm realizing the cost of of those decisions and how much I'm carrying and where those that clothing decision also bleeds into my physical space. Now I've got clothes everywhere. Yeah. That is, that's also like, oh, now what do I clean first? Like, well, I need all the storage for my clothes, so I c- can't have furniture this way, right? So it's like it, it like it does. finds it's its way in it. Yeah. It does. It creeps out. But yeah, that's, that's one of those things where you, you, everybody is deciding what, everybody has their own scale. Every yeah. person. For somebody who's got kids, well, the decision is different. Yeah. And, and the value of those decisions are, are much different. different. Right. It's it's a completely different it's a completely different you know project there, and it's a different mindset when you're thinking these through. But when we talk about reducing decisions, yes. right? So let's go to the four things that I wrote down here for reducing, reducing decisions. One of them is is setting up and planning your week, which again could go so deep on that. But yeah, when we, I say we pl- do need to do an episode, on we that. we will we will definitely. When I say planning and reducing decisions, or when I say uh, setting up and planning your week. I mean is simple things. And and I mean, I'm going to take take you really quickly through this this quick process, but ask yourself, and again, I, I use workouts because it's so tangible, right? Yep. It's exercise, people know they need it, walks, whatever it is. And I don't care whether you're doing CrossFit burpees or you're doing a daily 15-minute walk this week is going to work. How many days a week do you want to do that this week? Go ahead. Oh, I, yeah, I mean. We're holding you to the candle here. Four. Four, yeah. right? Perfect. Now, most people say, done. I did it. I planned my four. I have four days that I want to do this week. I committed. Yeah. The problem with that is there are so many decisions Between left that. there to, to you following through. Yeah. Because when Wednesday rolls around, guess what? We have a decision. Is today one of those days? When 7 Ugh. o'clock rolls around, is this, is this the time or is 4 p.m. This the time? This is good. Is, uh, well, what was I going to do? I said I was going to work out, but I, do I want to pick up those dumbbells or am I going to go for a jog today? All of those things is what happens. Those are daily decisions that you have to deal with. And the problem with not choosing what day is they're on their off days too. Yeah. Where why it's so important to choose the four? Because on that one day, you save yourself literally 20 decisions. They're, yeah. they're not on the plate on that day because they're pre-decided. So that's what you really want to think about. Again, on a work day, on a weekend, ask yourself, like, what can I start to already decide? And my clients, the biggest breakthrough they make yeah. is we try to pre-decide as many things as possible. I would rather you have, again, we, we, do, it, we do this on Sunday morning, right. but we're going to have you choose as many decisions on Sunday morning so that on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday, and Friday, we have less. Take the decisions out of there so you can save those for the big important things. Number two is turning habits, uh, turning decisions into habits, right? right? We have gotten into habits with this podcast that we, we know what our setup is when we walk in. We know uh, exactly how we start and end an episode. Yeah. So what that does is it lo- allows us, when we're in it, 
to do as much good stuff as possible without having to focus on all that other stuff. Yeah. And it also makes the pro the pro uh, production? production. Thank you, yeah. sir. Production at the end of it easier. Yeah, for us because that's the stuff we love. This the production side is production side. It's part of the, it's part of what we have to do, but it's the work. Yeah. Number three is like I talked about pre-planned decisions. Pre-plan them. If you lay your socks out the night before, so much easier to choose the socks. Right. If you lay the outfit out the night before, easier. If you know what's going in the lunch box before you go, lunch is set. The yeah. guy who the guy who paper bags his lunch every day in the office next to you, he has one less decision he can make. And I'm not saying he's a better worker than you or anything. That's not what that means. Just, it just means that he is pre-decided that decision and you have still four more you yeah. have part of those twenty, two hundred decisions on food. Yeah, I was going to say, just functionally, there's just more operating capacity. for More operating capacity. And again, what we do is we want that bar to be as high as possible when we hit the big, big decisions. Got it. And the four is simplify and minimize unimportant decisions. Find things that are not important. What are important? Can we just get rid of it? Yes. And when it comes to certain things, a lot, of, uh, a lot of times a client will come back and be like, I decided that I don't need to be in that meeting. Or I'll decided that I don't actually need to be doing that. Or I actually don't like doing this. I don't know why I keep deciding to do it. Why am I leaving that as the decision? So it's taking those things off the plate. So setting up and planning our week. Number two, turning decisions into habits. Three, pre-planned decisions. Meaning just think ahead. What tomorrow can I save myself? Yeah. Um, again, I talk about you know putting the water bottle in the bathroom mm-hmm. to start drinking water first thing in the morning. It's like, That's a pre-planned I have been doing this for three, four, five years of drinking water in the morning. If that cup is not there, I do not drink it. Here's the funny thing. It's like whenever I travel or go on vacation, yeah. I'm like, why am I so dehydrated? It's, you didn't, bring your cup. didn't bring the cup into the new bathroom oh, man. because it's not there. So it's those little simple things that when I talk about optimization, it's like we want to just, we want to save. This is our most important thing. And I'm pointing to my brain right now for those of you yeah. who can't see is I'm realizing, yeah, some people only listen to a podcast, right? Yeah. But our head, we got to save those decisions for the most important things. Save right. them for the most important things. So decision fatigue, and then we want to reduce decisions. Okay. I was, quickly. Yeah. I was going to say, what were your first automated decisions? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I guess, what were your first automated decisions? I was in the fitness space when I was, I was still like working as a trainer in the fitness industry. Yeah. So, so for me, it was... I can't, because again, when I was right, this was back when I was a trainer, I was writing workouts for everybody. If I got to my workout and had to write it up, done, Oof. it's all like, yeah. it's funny, man. I could do 400 for other clients and mine was like the hardest, biggest resistance. So pre-planning my workouts. And then also that was the first time I started to have the same breakfast every day, the same lunch every day, and then dinner I would change. Okay. But, and I knew what time. And what happens is I built my whole schedule around, this sounds ridiculous, but I built no. it around breakfast and lunch so that they could be the same time. Yeah. My workout, breakfast, and lunch were probably the first three decisions that were the, as streamlined as possible. And I started to, without even realizing it, started to live and die by those. And that's where you start. You still got them. Still got them. Still got them. Same I know. Breakfast. So, uh, so, like, so when it does change, though, it yeah. changes and stays. Oh, okay. So like there are times where I'm just like, I can't have eggs anymore. And like yeah. I'll change the oatmeal or something. But then it's that, that for a while. For a month or two. Got it. Until it's like I it has to change. Got it. And and things like that. So yeah. So I, I what is the what are a couple decisions? Start with two, three, yeah. four decisions that you are making every single day and ask yourself, how can I pre plan that decision? Yeah. How can I make that right now for the rest of the week? Yeah. 
I would say, man, yeah. How can you automate? Yeah, like automate, save your brain power. And that, okay, so let's let's do this. What are the three like decisions that you can automate? Yeah, and when is the when would you say is the best time to make your say somebody's catching this on on Wednesday? Yep. Yep. How, how do they get on top of it? They're already two days deep. Yeah. Yep, yep. Right. So, yes. Great question. So, right before you go to sleep, yeah. Think about the first two hours of your day. Okay. The first two hours of your day, think about what you normally do and what you typically do. Okay. Ask yourself this most important question: What's going to lead me to the best 9 a.m. possible? And I say 9 a.m. Assuming most people are up by nine, right? Maybe maybe yeah. it's 10 a.m. Ask me what's just morning. Yeah. What's going to lead me to the best morning? Well, for most people, they could say like, well, if I do this and I do this and I do this, well, I tend to have a really good day. That's where you start. Yeah. You start right there with those three things. If you say, well, I could work out at 7 a.m. or I could work out at 8 p.m. And when I work out at 7, I tend to have much better energy. Let's Come automate in. that. Yeah. Automate that. You're saving yourself all day of stressing about the workout. You could put that in the morning. The clothes you wear. I mean, if you're, if you're Zooming right now, yeah. Pick the best shirt. Forget the pants. You don't need them. Yeah. Right? Pick the be- whatever it is. Figure out when you're going to do your shower. Figure out when you're going to have your morning water. Figure out what your breakfast is going to be. And again, I don't want to overwhelm, but like everything I just said, pick one. Yeah. And start with one. Okay. Because you just went from 35000 to 34999 Yeah. And that's how you do it. First step. You go backwards and you go backwards and you go backwards. And then you end up like somebody who we're looking up to, Rob Deerdeck, yeah. who literally has optimized his entire day, <laughs> entire life, entire business, everything. Yeah. Save your decisions for the important things. And right now we are wasting so much time and energy on things that are not needle moving. That's awesome. Boom. That was so good. Good, man. I like that one. I like that one. All right. So guys, go ahead. Call to action. What is going to be that one or two things that you start to optimize? What is the one or two decisions that you're going to remove every single day starting tomorrow? Starting tonight. Yeah. Some of you, if you're midday, you're watching this in the morning, what can we optimize tonight? Yeah. What, right? What can, can we pre-plan? Mean? Exactly. Exactly. Pre-plan. Save yourself decisions. Again, the more that you make a decision over and over and over, the better it becomes a habit. And when it becomes a habit, now that's one less decision. Oh, yeah. See you next time. See you next time, everybody. Good luck.